broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. And, you know, I, I jumped right into the big national news and, of course, uh, shared some local news headlines that tied in with it as well during the 6 o'clock hour of the show. But then I forgot, man, there were two big stories over the weekend, uh, two big stories over the weekend that I've got on our Montana Talks website. And uh, certainly if you've got the Montana Talks app on your smartphone, if you get our news alerts, you would have seen both of these stories already. Well, actually, I didn't send out the alert on the house race yet. yet. I think that one won't come out until after 8 this morning. We try not to bug you before 8 in the morning with our app alerts. But uh uh, but anyway, a couple, a couple of big Montana stories, uh, one involving the U.S. House race. There were some news headlines that said, he's in. Matt Rosendale is running for re-election in the U.S. House. And some of you probably got excited because I know some of you really want him to s- stay in the House and run for re-election. Um, but uh, there may be more to that story. So I explained on our Montana Talks website. I'll get to that story here. Uh, later this hour of the show. Plus, there was another high-altitude balloon hovering over the western U.S., uh, uh, so uh, raising uh, more questions. Again, both of those stories on our Montana Talks website. Great to have Evelyn Pyburn with the Big Sky Business Journal uh, back with us here this morning. Uh, Evelyn, we missed you the past couple of weeks. Sounds like you got a, a once-in-a-lifetime vacation finally, huh? Well, it's certainly... Once in a lifetime for me, but I would be glad to repeat it. It was really <laughs> wonderful. And um, I, I can't honestly say I missed you a whole lot. <laughs> that's all right. Kind of, <laughs> but it was wonderful. Well, that's... So we, we, uh, we were in this Isla Mujeres, and it's off. Uh, it's an island off from Cancun. And 10 days of nothing but beautiful warm weather and sunshine and turquoise water, ocean water and white beaches and oh and, and it's the perfect if you like to eat, that's the place to go. Man, there's there's restaurants and taco stands on every corner and every nook and cranny and uh, you know, it's just we never had a bad meal. Wow. <laughs> so that's good. ten whole days of that too. That's that's incredible. Yeah, and I wasn't getting too tired of it, and, I, and, and, and <laughs> mentally I started thinking, you know, of home being just like that, you know, where you walk outside without a coat, and 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 uh, it was summer here, and oh, it was such a shock after we, we got here at night, so such a shock the next morning and have to reach up and put my winter coat on oh yeah and then at about 10 o'clock this morning the wind's just gonna smack you in the face with a a cold dose of reality (laughs) yeah wind could be up to like uh, oh yeah go ahead oh i was gonna say this is their winter too you know this is (laughs) their um they look forward to a summer that's really hot this is the height of their tourist season and it's uh it, 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 it's perfect. It, it, it was perfect you know, for we, you. It reminds me of that song. You know, we talk all, about all the illegal immigration. Well, I'm headed your way, Jose. Sounds like Evelyn's ready to trade trade spaces uh, with somebody out there. All right, stand by. We'll get to the Montana news headlines and more right after this. Securing America. The debate over USA to Ukraine continues. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan addressed the situation on Fox News Sunday. 
there is not a shortage of bravery or courage on the part of the Ukrainians. Right now, there's a shortage of bullets. Sullivan called for the House to pass the foreign aid bill passed by the Senate and shot down criticisms that additional aid for Ukraine would further deplete U.S. stockpiles. It contains substantial resources to enhance the production capacity of our defense industrial base so that we can build munitions not just for Ukraine, but also to make sure that the United States military has the tools it needs. Many House Republicans claim the Biden administration is mistakenly prioritizing other nations first. South Carolina's Nancy Mace. Before anything else happens with Ukraine and U.S. funding for Ukraine, I want to know is what are we doing about the invasion and our national security at our southern border? Fox News. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. For today, a high wind warning and winter weather advisory continuing for Bozeman. A winter weather advisory goes into effect for Billings later this afternoon. For Bozeman, rain mixing with and changing over to snow, 3 to 5 inches by the end of the day as temperatures fall from the 40s. And for Billings, rain developing into the afternoon, highs in the mid-50s. And that's a look at your real weather on Montana Talks. I'm weatherology meteorologist Michael Caro. How to gauge if you need a professional to prepare your taxes. I'm Hillary Barsky with your Fox Business Tax Tip coming up. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. If you have a basic no-frills return, you may do your own taxes, according to CPA and tax attorney Alan J. Strauss. People who have a W-2 and nothing else and who have patience will actually read instructions, which I find is a difficult task for many people. Once you get beyond a couple of documents that you have to enter, I think you might need somebody who's done this a couple of times before. Before tackling your own taxes, determine if you have a simple return, as well as the time and the patience to read instructions. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, great to have Evelyn Pyburn with the Big Sky Business Journal uh, here with us on this Monday. Joins us every Monday uh, a little after 7 a.m. to go over your business news and more and always gives great uh, political insight as well. But, Evelyn, I kind of had to laugh about, you know, you you finally get the opportunity to go on a big beach vacation down uh, uh, Isla Mujeres, I think near Cancun, and... Uh, God, you know, it's uh, it reminds me of our conversation we had with Flint Rasmussen, the the uh, ro- the great rodeo clown, you know, rodeo entertainer. When when the weather was like forty below last year, you know, everybody was joking about, oh, that'll get all the all the liberal Californians to move out of here. And Flint Rasmussen said, you know, I hate to break it to you guys, but you know, you know who this weather forces to leave. It's the people who've dealt with it year after year after year that are finally like, man, I'm going to go retire down south. You've actually, and actually, one of the stories you're covering here is apparently Montana ranked what was it in the top ten in best places to retire, but it sounds like they didn't include the weather in their in their stats here. No, they did not. Didn't mention it at all. 
but uh, we did rank really high, second for health care facilities for retirement age people, and uh, uh, we ranked uh, third for taxes, which is amazing to me because, you know, a lot of states give breaks on Social Security income, and Montana doesn't. But uh, probably our worst uh, category for ranking was uh, property and crime rate, which is not surprising, I don't think. Um, Elderly-friendly labor market, we were sixth. Um, And, well, I guess this is just kind of medium, but 27th for life expectancy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's... uh, if you don't go outside in the winter, I guess it's a good place to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just stay in and play cards and uh, enjoy those potlucks, and uh, that's great retired living. Why would you? Why would you leave? I mean, it, you know, right. I, you know, if you had the money, though, I the the folks that are able to you know spend part of the time in Arizona, part of the time in Montana, that'd be like the nice way to go. If you you know if you had the money to do it, where you know it's like okay. Let's go, let's go ski Whitefish or Big Sky or, you know, another uh, great ski resort and then can go back to Arizona and then and then escape uh, during the big heat wave in the summer. But just like just like we survived the, the coldest parts of the winter, there's folks in Arizona that survived the uh, hottest uh, times of the summer down there. Yeah. And, you know, w- one thing when you're talking about cost, uh, food when was any place from a third to a half the price that we pay here. I mean, it was just always amazing to me how low some of the prices were on food. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I would think that they're getting hit by some of the same kinds of inflation and stuff as we are. But uh, it the, the whole trip, you know, w- was not nearly as expensive as I thought that kind of traveling would be and um gosh and it was and, and and i was mentioning to you but the the minute we get out of the united states everybody is happy everybody's <laughs> smiling and laughing and joking and and they're talking with each other you know whether other tourists or uh the people who are serving you they're smiling they're asking you questions about where you're from what you're doing i mean it, we were constantly being entertained by just people around us and and having a, everybody just just happy. It was wonderful. And as soon as we come back to the United States, everybody's like, you know, in, in their own little space and not even hardly looking each other in the eye. I mean, it, it was startling, the difference. Everybody's uh, grouchy again. Yeah, it was crazy. My, my wife was on a, an airplane uh, flight here recently, and, and she got stuck in the middle seat. And there's a dude on her left and a dude on her right. And they both grabbed both of the armrests. And it's like, you know, can a flight attendant come in here and just flick these guys in the nose and say, hey, dude, be a gentleman. What's your freaking problem here? Like, what, what, like what happened to this country? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know that's just one little anecdotal thing, but it's like these two dudes on this flight can't even give one armrest to a young lady. You bunch of jerks. <laughs> you know, like it's like, but yeah, it's like it's like what are what are we doing right now? In I mean, in this country now, I, I get it to a certain extent. We're such hardworking people, and, and part of the reason, I mean, really, if if it wasn't for the hardworking Americans, uh, you know, l- look at how much. 
look at how much uh, look at how much worse off the world would be if it wasn't for what America does when whether it's you know charitable contributions or just hard work and 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 the economic impact of it but it's like man uh, we're lucky if we just get uh, one week in the sun right right but but you know we I think we are being impacted by all the negativity that's aimed at us in terms of political issues and uh, trying to divide us and stuff. I mean, I, I think we all kind of try to to avoid that and think it doesn't, but I, I think it wears on us. And um, but and, and just by hearing about it all the time, you know, we had 10 days of no news from the United States. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I never encountered any place where anybody was paying any attention to any world news. I'm sure they were, but nevertheless, and, and hardworking, everybody, everybody was just working so hard um, and, and just enjoying it, though. They were working hard but smiling, and the, it, Islam Maharis was an unknown destination before COVID, even though they were oh, really? uh, their primary industry is, in, is tourism. But they've grown even more so uh, since the, the coronavirus lockdowns and everything. Very interesting. All right, we got our, already got to take a quick break here. Evelyn Pyburn, stand by. We'll chat more right after this. From Randy Watson to Scobie, Montana, and the illegal immigrant invasion on our southern border. Boy, we had a little fun on Friday's show, but we covered the big, important, serious topics as well. What are we going to cover in the week ahead? Man, who knows? Man, stuff is just so crazy anymore. It's, it's like we talked about with Seth Dillon from the Babylon Bee. Reality is crazier than the satire. Uh, Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk. We'll be taking your phone calls and more. You can catch us every Monday through Friday, statewide, 9 to 10, right here. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. This is where Montana talks at with Lane Nordland. Farmers are asking for stability in milk prices. The American Farm Bureau and National Farmers Union have sent a letter to USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack requesting that he issue an interim final decision to return the Class 1 mover formula to the higher of the Class 3 or Class 4 calculations as it was before the 2018 Farm Bill. The letter states that dairy farmers remain stuck with the current pricing regulations until USDA publishes a final rule. Current market dynamics underscore the need for an expedited return to the higher of Class 1 movers. The current Class 1 mover was a well-intentioned but misguided policy that has reduced dairy farmer income, the group's right. In other news, at the public auction yards in Billings, a feeder special took place this past Friday with over 5,800 head of feeder cattle selling and demand was very good with prices continuing to be strong here in February 2024. Looking to the feeder steers weighing five to five and a half, 329 to $3.54 was the trend with the five and a half six weights, 318 to 335. Heavier six to six and a half weights, 295 to 328. Six and a half to seven weights, $2.80, $2.90. Six cents while the 
heavier 750 to 800 pound steers 246 to 261 i'm lane north blonde Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, I'm with Evelyn Vibern on that one. That's that's why I love when I go camping or you know boating here in Montana. I actually like going to places where you don't get any cell phone reception for that very reason. None of the ding, ding, none of those stupid notifications, none of those stupid alerts. Just shut everything out. Just enjoy the outdoors. Uh, so I see that as a highlight. Uh, so whether it's a, a beach uh, vacation down south or just a, a breaking out into the outdoors here in Montana, that's one of the benefits. I, I finally, some most days, I just have to put my phone in another room and just ignore it for a little while just so you can clear your head. Evelyn, though, now that you're getting back into the swing of things following a well-deserved vacation, what are some of the business news uh, headlines that have been standing out to you? Well, um, Montana was ranked... At the, in the top of, uh, uh, at number one in the nation for wage gains, according to uh, Montana economist Bryce Ward. Um, and um, th- that still leaves us, though, uh, ranking very low nationally in the average per hour earning at $30.50. The uh, ADP Research Institute Institute says that uh, we did have a wage gain of eight percent, and um, and and I remember though that uh, Dr. Barkey commented though that while our wages increased, they did not increase faster than the increase in inflation. So we're still kind of at a you know an even keel, as though we had no wage increases at all. So that that's an interesting thing I thought, and um, and another uh, aspect that's uh, happening is uh, heat pumps are becoming more popular, and people are buying them and you know installing them in their homes as an alternative source of energy, which I think is much more interesting uh, development as far as alternative energies go. Uh, the gas to electric transition uh, is more expensive, and and their heat pumps are becoming less expensive as they, you know, improve design and everything. So, but and I think that heat pumps probably will continue like that because they give everybody some autonomy in controlling their own energy supplies. So. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, so this is a report from, what, Wired Magazine. Heat pumps should make up at least 65% of the residential heating, air conditioning, and water heating means by 2030. So so you've got uh, Biden and crew are trying to basically ban uh, natural gas, uh, you know, water heaters and natural gas stoves, et, et cetera. But what, so it sounds like what this thing is arguing is that, is that wait a minute, heat, pump, heat pumps are starting to outsell gas furnaces anyway. So, so that's something that the market is naturally already doing. Is that kind of the point? Right. This, this is what consumers are choosing to do, which I think is really important. And I see this in other categories of our lives too. I think as 
we've seen some of the the threats and and uh, c- controls that can be imposed through top down controls of uh, energy or whatever. People are looking for alternatives in which they retain control over their own lives and and own sources of materials or energy or whatever. And I think that's all a really good thing because we we should have more autonomy in choices in, in living our lives and being able to provide for ourselves rather than being, uh, you know, uh, part of a, a grid or part of a national top-down control system. So I, I think that this is maybe kind of a hidden thing that's happening uh, right now is people are looking for other options that leave them with greater power over their lives. Well, and if you, if you allow the market to respond or, or focus on incentives rather than on regulations or disincentives, and, and so often, you know, the, the you know, armchair environmentalists out there try to force regulations onto the economy, and then they, they make things worse, they make it harder, and then usually have a, a worse environmental outcome. Uh, versus, uh, like, if they just let the the market respond, oftentimes. So that's that's another interest. That that story that you mentioned about how Montana, what led the nation when it came to to increases in in wage gains. Yeah, that I, I think is another sign that that Montana is doing things right. That the red states are doing things right, but yet we still have these national headwinds from the Joe Biden John Tester uh, inflation. But really, for decades now, um, I, th- I think what. What what Governor Gianforte and the Republican supermajority in the legislature are trying to reverse is this now decades long trend where the radical environmental groups started to started to alter Montana's economy and and attack our natural resource based industries with the Democrats in control with the Democrats in control of the courts and they're now to, trying to reverse that. Uh, but it's going to take some time. But that's a that's a big headline. All right, stand by. We got the Fox News update back in sixty seconds. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A member of the Air Force who set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington yelling free Palestine has died. Aaron Bushnell was from San Antonio, Texas. The Palestinian Authority's prime minister resigns. It's under pressure to reform and improve. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says no to the PA governing Gaza and the West Bank as part of a Palestinian state. Unfortunately, I think that what they want is a a one-state solution. They don't want a state next to Israel. They want a state uh, instead of Israel. He's on Fox and Friends. An ally of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny says... He was about to be freed in a prisoner swap when he died in prison. Maria Pevchik says the 47-year-old was going to be swapped for a Russian hitman being held by the United States and the freedom of two U.S. citizens was also part of the deal. Fox's Jonathan Savage Pevchik says Russian President Vladimir Putin had Navalny killed to sabotage the deal. America's listening to Fox News. All right, since the time has been going by so quickly, uh, Evelyn is gracious enough to stick around with us for for a couple more minutes here. So I chatted with Evelyn briefly during that Fox News update. I said, hey, uh, hey, what, what, what's uh, what's another headline we should get to after this if you can stick around? She says, well, I've got this report about electric vehicle uh, sales. And no joke, Evelyn, um, I just got a message on our Montana Talks app that Travis just brought in for us here. Uh, right on John and Bozeman says, LOL. Story happening in a minute on CBS 
electric cars are having big problems across the country charging up their cars. Uh, so, but yeah, apparently these electric vehicle sales are still tanking, still not selling right. these EVs, huh? Right. I, I, and I think it's a, in what we were just talking about. This is the reverse of this. This is a government mandated marketing that is going terribly wrong. And um, whereas there's reports, some reports are out there saying, oh, uh, EV sales are great. But when you look at the source, I would rather believe what the industry itself is saying. And they're reporting that Ford is shutting down a production line. General Motors has halted sales of its new electric SUVs. Um, There's other companies that have delayed production of uh, three other electric vehicles. And this is not unique to the United States. They are looking at China and Sweden and other countries in Europe where sales are down, not meeting projections, and it says that even Tesla is seeing some bumpy roads. So, And, and of course, I think we heard the <coughs> report that Hertz is, has uh, abandoned a big chunk of their electric vehicle fleet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, yeah, and you pointed it out that, okay, here you go. Electric vehicle sales were actually doing pretty well. You had Tesla, you had all these other makers going in the market and people were choosing to purchase them. But then Joe Biden and crew come in. Oh, we're going to we're going to provide all the make taxpayers pay for this. And we're going to provide uh, basically these mandates and everything. And they screwed the whole thing up. I mean, if I was an EV manufacturer, it's like. Well, thanks a lot, Brandon. Thanks. Thanks a lot for that one. All right, Evelyn Pyburn with the Big Sky Business Journal. Always a pleasure. Great to have you back from vacation. Uh, so I, I hope you don't decide to uh, to leave for that beach uh, vacation uh, for, for a while because <laughs> we love having you on the show. Years anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do a show down there. You know, like our friends Mark and Paul, they okay. you know they go to Mexico <laughs> once a year. I think we should, you know, round up a posse and do the same thing. And uh yeah, anyway, sounds like a plan. All right, Evelyn, uh, great to have you back. Thanks for being with us. 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter. Did you guys hear about this active duty Air Force service member who set himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C.? John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, said this. It's a good thing they got all those extremists out of the military. Who in the world are they allowing into the military right now after they kicked patriots to the... On request. Hey, I'll tell you what, whether it's the woke update of the week with David Noble, who joins us every Thursday, whether it's Freedom Friday with George Blackard, or on Mondays, we have a back-to-business segment with Evelyn Pyburn, and then, of course, we take phone calls from all across the state, especially in our 9 o'clock and 8 o'clock hours of the show. If you miss one second of Montana Talks, if you miss a Freedom Friday, if you miss a woke update, well, don't worry. Download the Montana Talks app on your smartphone all four hours of the show every day right there. Hi. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, apparently now they've confirmed that this guy actually is an active duty Air Force uh, service member. Uh, Matt Wallace, this was the initial tweet here. Holy Adam Schiff. 
U.S. Air Force serviceman sets himself on fire in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C. Here's a, a Fox News radio report that I pulled up earlier this morning. A man dressed in military fatigues announced he would no longer be complicit in genocide, doused himself with a flammable liquid, and then set himself on fire in front of Israel's U.S. embassy in Washington Sunday afternoon. Witnesses say he shouted, free Palestine, even after ignition. Washington, D.C.'s fire department says Secret Service agents put the flames out with fire extinguishers. That's car was searched by the bomb squad as a precaution, but found nothing dangerous. The U.S. Air Force confirms the man's status as an active-duty airman in Washington. Jack Callahan. Fox News. Yeah, my goodness. And, of course, that's where John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter, says, well, it's a good thing they got all those extremists out of the military. Remember, uh, who, who was it? Was it Rand Corporation? Who was it that did the report? This this was a story we shared a while back. So, you know, Joe Biden takes over as commander in chief. And they started kicking all these patriots to the curb. You, either you get this shot Oh, no, no, we're not going to allow for uh, for religious exemptions, even if you've gotten religious exemptions for all of these other shots involving much more serious uh, threats than COVID-19. No, 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 we're going to force you to get this shot. Not myocarditis. Ah, take the shot anyway. Pericarditis. Ah, take this shot anyway. Guillain-Barre Ah, take this shot. They forced them to take this shot. And if they didn't, they kicked these patriots to the curb. Joe Biden and John Tester were kicking patriots to the curb who had multiple deployments under their belt. Some of them had served almost 20 years already. And they wanted to punish them, not even allow them to make it to retirement unless they were forced into getting the jab. But yet somehow this guy with the woke leftist Let's let's chant pro-terrorist messages in front of the Israeli. Somehow that guy was still in, right? Somehow that guy got in. Somehow that guy is still in. But patriots got kicked to the curb because of Joe Biden and John Tester. Any of you out there who, who run with this garbage line that somehow John Tester supports our troops and somehow John Tester supports our military, John Tester supported the efforts by Joe Biden to kick these patriots to the curb who had multiple military deployments. But somehow, if you share the woke left-wing politics, you're still in. I mean, talk about, the, you know, setting your hair on fire. Good night. And, and then on top of that, you know, what did John Tester do when you had these drag queen story hour events taking place on military Air Force bases, including a drag queen story hour targeting uh, targeting kids at places like Malmstrom Air Force Base, right? John Tester supports all this crazy nonsense, and he never stood up for the patriots that were being kicked uh, to the curb. Uh, it, but yet he'll pretend, he'll pretend because it's an election year, he'll pretend that he supports securing our southern border just like he pretended that he supported the Keystone XL pipeline even though he voted at the key, against the Keystone XL pipeline when it mattered the most. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Or you can message us on our Montana Talks app. I see Governor Greg Gianforte was uh, one of several governors who were uh, at this meeting uh, with President Biden at the White House. Apparently this was on Friday. 
after we wrapped up this show, we've got a response here uh, from Governor Greg Gianforte. It, actually, it looks like he was he was quoted here uh, in the headline. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're, this Politico headline is quoting Montana Governor Greg Gianforte saying, quote, Biden needs to do his job. Republican governors reject uh, president's border deal push. And as they should, because uh, that that so-called border deal that, that Biden was pushing would only make the crisis even worse. All Joe Biden needs to do to secure our borders is reverse his policies and put the Trump policies uh, back into effect. Uh, all right. Um, couple. Yeah, I'll, I'll share that story with you here, what the governor had to say in particular. Uh, maybe later on in the nine o'clock hour of the show, I want to go back to this whole illegal immigration story in the nine o'clock hour of the show this morning when we take you statewide from Missoula to Plentywood, uh, because we've got some local uh, Montana headlines uh, that we need to share uh, in that in that hour as well. Uh, But a couple of stories from over the weekend, and some of you may not have seen these on our Montana Talks app, so I'll go over them quickly for you here. First, uh, I shared this story Friday night. Uh, There was another high-altitude balloon that was hovering over the western United States. I first saw it from KPAX TV in Missoula, a CBS News report. The U.S. is tracking a high-altitude balloon flying over the western part of the country. CBS News uh, was already reporting that military aircraft spotted the balloon and determined it is not a threat, but its origin and purpose were still unknown. But they were saying that it's that it's not a threat, uh, even though the origin and purpose uh, were unknown. But Senator Steve Daines from here in Montana was, of course, already raising questions. He said, quote, we still don't have answers from the Chinese spy balloon. And now we have another balloon floating across the country. Joe Biden's administration owes the country complete accountability. And then the National Republican Senatorial Committee, which is led by Senator Daines, also called out liberal Senator John Tester, who downplayed the China spy balloon that flew over Montana. The NRSC asked this question. Wasn't John Tester supposed to be leading an investigation into the Chinese spy balloon? Any update there? Uh, So anyway, we've got that uh, report on our Montana Talks website. And then there was this one. Did you guys uh, see these news headlines over the weekend? I know on Friday's show we had a phone call from Perry in Columbus. And and Perry in Columbus called in. And and Perry was encouraging Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale to stay in uh, the House race uh, to run for re-election in the eastern Montana congressional seat. And so that was a phone call we got from Perry on Friday. Well, Perry, I don't know if you saw the news headlines over the weekend, but there there were some news headlines that said, yep, he's in. He's running for re-election. He just filed paperwork uh, to run for the House of Representatives. Well, uh, in, in fact, and I had some friends share that story with me. I said, ah, actually, that may not be entirely accurate. I think some of these news outlets are jumping the gun here. And uh, actually, credit uh, credit to Bradley Warren with Wake Up Montana. I think he actually got it right. Now, the story could change. You know, Congressman Rosendale could file with the Secretary of State's office here in Montana and run for, for the U.S. House of Representatives. But but what a lot of these, uh, what, what at least a couple of these news outlets did over the weekend early on was they, they saw a story. They saw a, a tweet, I think it was. 
Matt Rosendale files paperwork with the FEC, with the Federal Election Commission, to run uh, for the U.S. House of Representatives. So then a couple of them said, oh, he's in, he's running, here you go, here's the story. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. not exactly. Um, this could just be a procedural move while he still makes up his mind, for example, right? Uh, but uh, but anyway, if you go to our Montana Talks website, I, I shared the report from uh, – a portion of the report uh, from Bradley Warren with Wake Up Montana. He says this, to actively run in the 2nd Congressional District, the congressman would still need to file with the Secretary of State, which has not happened yet. Uh, so why file the paperwork with the FEC? Uh, Warren added this. There is potential per multiple sources that it could have been done to allow for maintenance to his accounts – for, ex- for his existing funds and their potential transfer. So in other words, this simply could have been a procedural move for Rosendale as he continues to make his uh, decision. But uh, but yeah, there were some news outlets that ran with it. Oh yeah, he's running, he's running, it's happening. It's like, well, not necessarily. And then uh, I think Bradley Warren and I think uh, KTVH, they also reached out to Congressman Rosendale's campaign and, and they said, oh yeah, he's He's going to make an announcement soon. He's going to announce his decision soon. So that, to me, was uh, another piece of, of evidence that he hadn't uh, announced a run for the House uh, just by filing that paperwork on Saturday. But, uh, yeah, that story is on our Montana Talks website for you uh, right now. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, oh, message us on our Montana Talks app, or you can call in right now, 406 294 0970. Um, let's see. What's the other big story? Oh, yeah. James Biden, Joe Biden's brother, testifying on Capitol Hill last week. Uh, we got to hear what Jim Jordan has to say about that. Bottom line is uh, Republican members of Congress say it's pretty obvious that uh, that uh, Biden's brother was lying to congressional investigators. But we'll get to that story and much more here uh, right after this Tommy Lahren commentary here on Montana Talks. And Oh, uh, oh, man, the, the South Carolina primary. Yeah, Donald Trump uh, uh, ran away with it. Uh, so stand by. Needless to say, you don't play favorites, but every family has a natural unspoken hierarchy. Longest legs up front, shortest kid in the way back. And the one with the best attitude, right smack dab in the middle. Sorry, buddy. The first ever Lexus TX is a three-row SUV where everybody wins. With loads of elbow room, cargo room, and leg room for everyone, no matter where they sit. This is a new era of three-row luxury, the Lexus TX. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Fox News commentary. Sleepy Joe is attempting to bribe young people again, but don't worry, you'll be paying for this too. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, listen to the all-new Brett Bear Podcast, featuring Common Ground, talking to lawmakers weekly from opposite sides of the political spectrum about the issues of the day and how Americans can find common ground in a politicized world. That's just not happening on Capitol Hill. It takes leadership, right? Yeah, it absolutely does. Along with all your Brett Bear favorites, like the campaign, the candidates, the all-star panel, and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe Biden announced he is forgiving $1.2 billion in debt for nearly 153,000 borrowers. But of course, we know that Joe himself won't be forgiving anything. You, the American taxpayer, will foot this bill. Joe attempted to forgive a lot more than that, but the Supreme Court stood in his way. So this is his workaround. Through the Saving on a Valuable Education Save Plan, those who took out less than twelve grand can have their debt forgiven after 10 years of payments. Again, there is no such thing as forgiving or canceling debt into thin air. It just means the American taxpayer 
share will absorb that cost, including those who already repaid their loans and those who never went to college or took out loans to begin with. The student loan forgiveness push is just a way for Joe and Democrats to garner favor with young voters. In reality, what it's teaching borrowers is that the commitment they made can be broken if the president needs votes. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is fearless at Outkick.com. This is the Montana Economic Minute. When you buy something, you want to know what it costs. If you accept a job, you want to know what it pays. Those are just the most obvious examples of how information helps us make decisions. It's true at every level, from making decisions about you and your family to making decisions about the economy. But when it's the government making the decisions, some people think otherwise. Despite a 250-year-long tradition of gathering data and information on population and the economy in the federal government, some want to sharply curtail the government's ability to gather information. Budget cuts, restrictions on what can be gathered, or even mass resistance and noncompliance. While oversight of bureaucracies like census is certainly reasonable, the across-the-board pushback of information gathering out of privacy concerns is harder to understand. Anyone who's used a credit card, cell phone, or web browser has surrendered more personal information about themselves than any census taker ever obtained. I'm Patrick Parkey. Deodorant.com, code 800. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Man, I just realized while trying to hurry up and get to that last uh, break there, I just realized, like, I haven't even talked about the South Carolina primary here yet. Uh, But then again, I think we all expected Donald Trump to come away with a blowout victory in South Carolina, even though it was the home state of Nikki Haley, who was the governor of uh, South Carolina. So, but we'll talk a little bit about that. We've got Ashley Smith Thomas, uh, who the the founder and CEO of Freedoms Fund USA. She also was a fellow at the Heritage Foundation uh, for some time as well. She's going to talk South Carolina and the presidential race and more coming up around eight twenty this morning, or actually around eight forty this morning. And uh, but other than that, we've got the phone lines open for you uh, from now until ten a.m. when Dan Bongino takes over the airwaves. Four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy. Owen and Bozeman messaged us earlier. We were talking with Evelyn Pyburn from the Big Sky Business Journal about uh, one of the stories we talked about is how heat pumps are becoming popular. Wired magazine reporting that heat pumps are outselling gas furnaces in the u.s so what do you think heat pump versus gas furnace Uh, you guys are the experts on hvac systems you tell me owen and bozeman says this lots of moving parts in heat pump systems expensive initial costs and expensive maintenance expenses i'll stick with simple proven and reliable hot water heater sources uh I just knock on wood, hope I don't have to worry about that for several years more now. <laughs> knock on wood. But, Owen, thanks for the message. Uh, great to hear your uh, take on that. All right, let's see. President Biden's brother, James Biden, testifying behind closed doors this week. As part of the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee's Biden family impeachment probe, the president's son, Hunter, is set to be interviewed this coming Wednesday Congressman Jim Jordan was on Sunday Morning Futures with Maria Bartiromo weighing in. 
The White House story about Joe Biden's involvement has changed multiple times, but Tony Bobulinski's story hasn't, and the whistleblower story hasn't changed, but David Weiss, the White House, Joe Biden, Jim Biden, their story has changed multiple times. We'll see what Hunter Biden says this Wednesday. All right, Molly Hemingway with thefederalist.com was on uh, with Howie Kurtz Sunday morning as well, looking, uh, looking at this story more. Here's what she had to say about the big money made by uh, Joe Biden's brother. When he says it was just repayment of a personal loan, $200,000, does that, do you uh, question that? Well, he was unable to provide any evidence that there was a loan or that there was any interest paid. He said there was no documentation for this. He had a bunch of problems with his testimony. So you had what he was, what leaked to the New York Times, but then, uh, you know, where he said there's never been any involvement in different things. He he was confronted with a claim. He had said that he had uh, never done this one particular business deal with Hunter Biden yes. and Tony Bobulinski. And then when they showed the paperwork with him signing off on it, he was like, oh, I don't remember. There's also, also the issue where the communist Chinese company uh, gave diamonds to Hunter Biden and he said he gave one to, to James Biden, and James Biden says he threw it away. I mean, this was kind of a disastrous testimony. Man, you listen to, to them describe this, to Molly Hemingway describe this. It's like, this sounds like Fannie Willis all over again. You know, that prosecutor going after Trump in Georgia. Oh, I paid for everything in cash. No receipts. No receipts of a loan. Probably because he's lying. Hey, let me tell you what. Uh, you want to save some money on your receipts. Look at your receipts. Look at how much money you're spending on food. Look at how much money you're spending on alcohol, especially with the Joe Biden, John Tester inflation. Well, what if you could save money right now? What if you could save money by not eating as much? You could save money by not drinking as much. I'll tell you what. That's another one of the perks and one of the benefits of going through Billings Last Diet is that you, you're going you're gonna to adopt a new lifestyle. And so you're not going to be tempted to eat as much. You're not going to be tempted to drink as much. Not only does that help you lose weight and keep the weight off, but it helps you save money too. Billings Last Diet is the diet program that worked for me uh, when I got back from my last deployment. And I've kept the weight off for over five years later. It'll work for you too. Go to BillingsLastDiet.com or call 294-6751.